And well met, my droog. It is your friend and humble narrator, Lou Brutus, and you are listening to the Night Nerd. Nerds rule! Jocks drool. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. And we're going to talk about one game in particular today. And it is a definitive game, which is amazing to me. You know, I'm a gamer. I love playing games. But having a definitive game in a genre is incredibly hard. You know, you go out, person on the street, well, okay, maybe not average people, but you, you go to GameStop or something, you ask everybody that comes in the door. What is a definitive, what is the definitive racing game? You're going to get Forza Motorsport, Forza Horizon, uh, Gran Turismo. You're going to get all sorts of answers. What is the definitive shooter game? Is it Halo? Is it Call of Duty? uh, Fortnite? Apex Legends? Hyperscape, which everybody needs to be playing right now. All all sorts of answers, you know. Even, uh, you know, maybe Mario is... The definitive platformer since it kind of started it all but even then there there are better platformers than mario but without a doubt with no uncertainty at all the definitive the best flight game is microsoft flight simulator and that's not just me and my microsoft bias coming through there i mean you can ask anybody even professional pilots who don't play video games They'll see it and try it out and play it, and they say that it's amazing. Um, the new one actually drops this week, and that, that's not why we're talking about it. It's just happy coincidence, but this week also sees National Aviation Day. So I'm sure there was some tie-in there, some planning going on. Um, it's not released on National Aviation Day, but pretty close. Yeah. Microsoft Flight Simulator, that's what we're talking about. This game began development back in 1977, and it is actually the longest-running software produced by Microsoft. I know you're thinking, well, what about Windows? No. The first Flight Simulator game came out three years before Windows launched. It's the longest-running PC game series of all time. It is, uh, I mean, it's in the Guinness Book of World Records for so many things uh from it even has the most expensive home flight simulator cockpit that's tied to it which this tycoon named matthew shield built for two hundred thousand dollars uh it's the longest running flight sim most successful flight sim all these things according to guinness so it's definitely you know worth talking about and it's really cool so Let's take a look at the history. Like I said, um, it goes back to 1977, but really even you can argue that it started before that because there were some articles written by Bruce Artwick in 1976 about 3D computer graphics. You know, they were really kind of coming into their own and being a, a viable thing at that point. And he wrote about it and everybody wrote into the magazine. was like, oh, I'd love to see that. I want to see something like that. So he went and created a company called Sublogic, and that this is 1977, and they were selling flight simulators to different people, and 
somebody at Microsoft, um, Alan Boyd, he came by and he was like, hey, I want this game. I want this to come out. I want it to be, this is a quote, definitive game, in quote, that's going to show how much better our 16-bit IBM PC is over the 8-bit Apple II. Like, he, he was all about it. And that's how we got Flat Simulator 1.0, which was released in 1982. And it was ported to some other stuff later on. And uh, it was huge, huge success. Everybody just loved it. I mean, PC Magazine said that it was extraordinarily realistic. Uh, they talked about the details and everything. And they even said that this is going to be something that sells IBM PCs. People are going to buy PCs just for this game. Uh, they, everybody just went on and on and on about it. There were a few complaints at first because the very first one, you couldn't use a joystick. You had to use keyboard. But nobody really cared. I mean, even pilots were writing in saying that it was incredibly realistic. That it was... Uh, th there was one pilot... When we got to Flight Simulator 2.0, which was in 1984, one pilot wrote in and said that that game was as good or better than some $3 million flight simulators he had flown like as a, as a professional pilot. And he said it was just amazing. So right out the gate, you know, people were singing praise... And especially if your second one gets praise, you know, there's a, that sophomore slump everybody talks about. You see it in musicians and in movies. The second one always eh, isn't quite as good, but not true for Flight Simulator. And everybody just loved it. So they kept on with it. You had Flight Simulator 3.0 come out in 1988, 4.0 come out in 1989. Uh, 5.0 was in 93, 5.1 was in 95, and then in 96 you had Flight Simulator 95. And this is where it really kind of got more in tune with the Windows brand and the Windows system, which where that took that long. But when it first came out, what was interesting about it is it had its own operating system, those first few iterations. So no matter what you were running as long as flight simulator was going it was using its operating system and it was running on its own merit and everything and that's part of the reason it looked so good is that it wasn't dependent on something else and then 97 you had flight simulator 98 99 you had flight simulator 2000 it's weird how we we jump around in years there you know 95 came out in 96 but 98 came out in 97 and 2000 came out in 99 I, I don't know. 2002 came out in 2001, and 2004 came out in 2003. So I guess that 97 is when we jumped forward. We just, 96 as a year didn't exist. Um, what would that have been? That would have been 24 years ago. So that's a leap year. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But in 2006, you had Flight Simulator X. Uh, this is one of the biggest end-all, be-all flight simulator releases that they ever had. This one 
you want to talk about awards and accolades, this thing went all over the place. Everybody loved it. It had all new cockpit design, everything like that. Well, so this is 2006. 2009, Ace, Ace's Game Studio, who made it, shut down. And it was all this, all this stuff going around. Uh, fast forward a few years later to 2014. You had Microsoft Fight Simulator X Steam Edition. Because Dovetail Games came out and went, they went to Microsoft. And Microsoft was like, okay, you can release this game on Steam. Um, go for it. And I'm willing to bet that they got some back-end money on it. But neither here nor there. Uh, and, and they needed it. Because, well, I mean, they didn't need it. But in between the time, in 2012, they tried to launch Microsoft Flight. And this was supposed to be more appealing to newcomers and help get people in. Uh, it, it launched on February 2012. And in July of 2012, it, it stopped because nobody liked it. it. It wasn't, it was like the uh, dollar store version of Flight Simulator. You know, which some things it's totally cool to not get the name brand, but when you're the people that make the world's best home flight simulator, uh, amateur flight simulator, you can't you can't just stop that. You know, it's it's not how that works. So when the Steam Edition came out, it, people just went crazy. The community really embraced it, and they uh, there's all sorts of mods out there because when you fly over certain parts of the world, you know, there's just not. A lot of detail so people who live in those parts of the world or even people who don't live in those parts of the world created in-game footage and in-game dynamics to show off the entire world they added all, all sorts of stuff to the point where like if you're that tycoon guy we talked about you can have six to eight screens set up and it looked like you're in a cockpit and control everything like you're in an actual cockpit and that's just really amazing. The newest version, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. Well, actually, it's just called Microsoft Flight Simulator. But it's released. It comes out later this year, like we talked about. And there's... I, I couldn't find anything that sets the date. But it is coming to Xbox. Now, whether that's Xbox One or Series X, we don't know. It's been heavily teased and hinted at that it's going to be on Game Pass. So... Like I say, if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, you're doing it wrong. Uh, here's another reason this game by itself is worth a year of Game Pass. So make sure you, you pick it up when it comes out. It's going to be great. Uh, there's going to be so many planes and uh, there, there's hundreds and hundreds of planes, hundreds of runways, like I said, all around the world. There's so many awesome things, and that is why Microsoft Flight Simulator is the standard. It is the definitive flight game. I remember playing some of the older ones when I was little and not knowing what I was doing or anything. So this new one I'm, I'm kind of excited about. I'm going to check it out, especially on Game Pass, because why not? I'm really looking forward to it. Let me know if you are or if you've ever played any of the Flight Simulator games. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're out there and everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Follow us on Twitch. When this game comes out, I'll you can watch me crash into things. Follow us on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. 
you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.